Wake up, buyer payer people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. Hey, good morning. Not sure if anybody can hear us yet. Um, Happy Monday. Happy Labor Day. If you're there, we are uh, doing some audio testing on our side. Our uh, the audio sounds like the microphone sounds fine, but we're not hearing the actual uh, broadcast. So, yeah. so, so if you're uh, listening in this morning, if you can give us a quick hello and make sure that you're hearing us, we don't need to hear ourselves, but we want to make sure you can hear us. Yeah. And um, I may have to be muted because I feel a sneeze coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's never happened on the morning show. Yeah. So let us know if you can so. hear or not. I know we can hear. Amanda hears hear, us. Uh, okay. Good. Okay. All right. Good. Onward. We just couldn't hear the music for the countdown and all that kind of yeah. stuff and. All of a sudden we started, um, uh, we started like stressing because, okay. So, um, just (laughs) thank you, Chad. Thank you, Amanda. Amanda. Thank you. Facebook user. Thank you, Bob Moore. Um, so yeah, we, uh, uh, one of our kids, uh, is just moved back here from New York. And, um, so they're staying with us and they wanted to do, they do their own podcast and so last night they used the studio to be able to record their podcast. And uh, we thought so we had it all. We thought we had it all, out. but it was like, ah, uh, uh, yeah, right. yeah, something didn't, wasn't right. So yeah. excellent. I'm glad you're all here today. Happy Memorial, or not Memorial, Labor Day. Labor Day. Labor Day. I, since I was a little girl, get those two confused. They're oh, like yeah. the bookends to summer. Oh, yeah. There's Memorial Day and Labor Day. And I have to remember Memorial Day is the day that we do decorating or we take flowers to graves. And and yeah. so it's like, remember which one is which. So happy Labor Day. Right. Most of y'all are closed, dealers that are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I hope that you're enjoying your day off and that your team is appreciating having a little bit of a, um, a day off and nod to yeah. everything that they do to to keep and everything running to get in maybe yeah. a, a last lake day before the fall we're yeah, amanda fall you're probably at the lake right now I would uh, imagine. Yeah. we're having uh we're having chilly weather we're having chilly rain rained most of the night and uh, so we're in long sleeves and i broke oh, yeah. out the thick I've socks this morning flipping like, love it we left the the uh, slider open in our bedroom so that we could i could hear the rain and oh it was so I'd forgot how much I enjoyed that. And it's kind of like this little precursor to fall. Yeah. And it feels that way. And it's just lovely. It it's was a nice really, rain. Really lovely. No, no loud thunder to wake us up. And so it was, yeah, uh, yeah it was a nice night. And so we were definitely feeling yeah. the switch to fall here. So <laughs> yeah. for those of you that are down south and maybe not feeling that. So yet. you're working too, Amanda. Yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, we're with you. September yeah. tax deadline. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so all good. Um, we got a couple of things on the horizon. Mm-hmm. We've got, uh, I will tell you, we've got a couple of dealer panels lining up. Nothing firm on the schedule yet, but that's among the things mm-hmm. Michelle and I will be laboring mm-hmm. on today mm-hmm. during our labor yeah. days, figuring out the schedule. Yeah, we uh, we rescheduled all of our client meetings um, because most of the dealers are not in. Like, give them give them a day off. And so we decided that today was going to be a. Oh, and we're Shout also North doing in Boston because. Yeah. Um, been to both of them. Love them. Um, uh, yeah. So we're going to be spending a little bit of time today doing some, um, planning and brainstorming and, yeah. uh, for so a couple of things. I know for, we've got yeah. uh, Bill Nealon from tax max coming this month. I know Stop. we've got, uh, Tommy Brandis, uh, and the whole Mariotta conference. Uh, Tommy's the new executive director at Mariotta. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that will be happening in, in Atlantic city 
on nice. uh, September 24th through 26th. So those of you in the Northeast, yeah. Bill's probably actually Friday. There. I'm looking at the calendar. Okay, this coming yeah. week. Okay, this, yep. good. Got Bill Neenan coming up mm-hmm. this week. And so we're going to talk about uh, kind of how the tax season compared. And maybe yeah, this this current, this last tax um, season. And so uh, it'll be interesting. I think that'll be an interesting one because it'll give people an opportunity to kind of get to know what it is that they're doing mm-hmm. and potentially, are you going to take the white hatway banner off? You're probably going to see a step more into more and more and more into all topics will have a bit of a uh, white highway. Yeah. And you could make the case set. that there's a connection on our topic mm-hmm. today, but yes. today was really about um, just kind of, there's been a lot of chatter mm-hmm. as always Facebook and dealers, you know, talking through different pieces. And I think um, one of the ones that has been of interest to me um, has been this idea of what does the future of buy here, pay here look like? Like, you know, we're seeing dealers drop out, mostly super small dealers who really were kind of doing well, it as a sideline business. There have been a few big ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. they've no, made that, the news. And that's, but yeah. that's more of a financial, like that's almost a different thing. Cost of car definitely hurt yeah. a lot of those bigger folks. Um, I would say there were other factors that contributed to that, you know, economy being among them. But I think if you take all those things out, I mean, if you, so if you're a stock broker or you're investing in the stock market, they've always told us, you know, you got to mm-hmm. be able to ride the roller coaster yeah. and think long term and over time it's going to do such and such. Right. And so if I think about buy here, pay here through that lens and listen, we're not prognosticators over here. We're just people in the industry who have mm-hmm. a perspective. And so for today, it was kind of sharing the perspective. Sharing what our perspective. Yeah. yeah. What is mostly what, gyms, and I'm just going to add, you know, fun commentary and a squirrel right, here every right. once in a while. <laughs> well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking longer term. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking, you know, five to ten years down the road. I'm, I'm having fun walking through this scenario where what do we think is going to shift? Uh, and you know, it's interesting because we're we're also uh, dialing in more and more a roadmap for the next ten years. And, um, you know, we've been writing some vision. Uh, this is something we tell all of our dealers to do. Mm-hmm. It's like, what do you envision happening five to 10 years from now? And so we've been kind of, it's like, what do we think, um, you know, based on the market and our trajectory and the, and the, the, uh, the customers that are out there and all of the things, where do we think that, um, where do we envision ourselves landing? And so it's kind of that there's, there is a thread to, Maybe, that. maybe it's better to ask this question of our <laughs> listeners. Do you think the buy here, pay here industry will be exactly the same in 10 years? Yes or no? Do you think the buy here, pay here industry will be exactly the same 10 years from now as it is today? <laughs> so you could go back 10 years yeah, and go, how has it changed yeah. in the last 10 years? I mean, well, so that's a big loaded yeah, question. Like it yeah. could change in some ways. I think yeah. in general, I'm just asking, do we think it'll be the same? And I got to say, you know, I'm somebody that over the years being asked for articles and this and that, like what's my mm-hmm. outlook for buy here, pay here. And I've jokingly, I'm half jokingly said, I think it'll stay the same. Like it's traditionally yeah. been the same. Amanda's There's, like, I won't be in the exact same place 10 months from now, yeah, let yeah. alone 10 years. Ex- well, exactly. And a lot of people, um, when it, this come up, they change. say, Jim, you look a little too old to be thinking 10 years <laughs> out. So I, you know, I get a lot of that with the gray uh-huh. hair, but no, yeah. it's really about, um, it's about what do we think is going to really evolve? Like I see an evolution with mm-hmm. auto financing. Let's take it beyond, uh, yeah. 
beyond. And I also, by the way, I see some correction. And this is something that I, I've mm -hmm. said to many people on many occasions, personal, professional, like, I think the trajectory of auto financing is unsustainable. I'll just say that. At, like the, it's just, at its current path. It's current pace, but it's what's going to, what's going to change it? Like if mm -hmm. you look at, and obviously we've had some kind of anomalous events in here with COVID and the chip shortage and some <clears> of those <throat> things have affected uh, new car pricing and availability. And some of those things have certainly moved the market, uh, you know, in recent years. But I'm really talking about something much uh, more macro than that. And, um, and I, I get that. Can I not squirrel? Um, I, I think that like all of the stuff that's happened in the last four to five years, you know, COVID, all of, all of those things, um, the effects of those are not going to go away. Yeah. Um, and so things like, um, for instance, within the industry. COVID created an atmosphere where dealers needed to be able to collect money outside of people coming into the dealership. And so they needed to create ways for people to easy ways for people to be able to make their payments, you know, and, and there's been a, there's been a, um, a, an effect cause and effect to that. And that is that a lot of dealers are struggling with connection with their customers right now, but we've created this that's that's not going to change i don't think i think that people not the cause and effect where you're not connected but the people doing more online app based um payments you know the ach the the the, the pay near me's the blitz pays the you know all of those kind of things those are things that have just happened really big in the last few years and it's yep. and it's it's really added a lot of strength to that not going away i think it'll get even more easy robust yeah. more robust as we go. <clears throat> i agree i think i'm even thinking more macro than that like okay. i'm thinking even broader than that if i mm -hmm. look at i got in the car business in 95 and um before that i was in the retail and sporting goods business and as a consumer mm -hmm. who stepped into the car business and worked as a salesperson a closer sales manager uh, all those things i i observed like I, you know what mm -hmm. you would see what we were negotiating in, in terms of terms, length of contract, et cetera, back then versus where it is now and where it looks like it's heading is, and I have this conversation with others and, and people agree, like I was having a conversation with my neighbor yesterday. It's like the price of a new pickup truck. He has some older vehicles that he's owned free and clear for a long time. Mm -hmm. He was looking at a trade. He went shopping and got sticker shock big time. Mm -hmm. And so what we're talking about, and by this, by the way, this guy's one of the smartest people I've ever met. Mm -hmm. uh, he's uh, basically has shared the sentiment like the price of a vehicle today relative to the income of the average wage earner um it's just the the, ratio. the wages haven't changed yeah and so the, so it just continues mm -hmm. the gap continues to widen and when you look at okay you got you got artificial intelligence entering every sector mm -hmm. in the country it's a question of who gets there first like who mm -hmm. really adapts to it first in my way of thinking and so really our topic for today was around interest rates so i want to i want to get to the we'll thing about there. apr because uh -huh. it kind of ties back to all of it for me mm -hmm. as one example can we imagine a scenario where in 10 years a dealer is able to come into a market and because of artificial intelligence because they're they're maybe they're better buying because of the help from artificial intelligence um, their, their underwriting tools are very sophisticated and their communication make... tools are, are much more sophisticated with right. the, with, um, with our customers. Sure. Yeah. So I'm simply uh -huh. saying, I see a scenario 
And I, mm-hmm. I think what you and I feel like with, with what we're doing with White Hat mm-hmm. Way, we want to lead those conversations. We mm-hmm. certainly want to be a part of them. And we certainly want to bring people to the microphones who can help us talk through that. Because as this industry evolves, and I can promise you it's evolving, uh-huh. then as it evolves, how, how are we as dealers, you know, mm-hmm. what are we going to do? you and me and White Hat Way and the thing that we're building through White Hat Way, what are we going to do to help dealers be more successful mm-hmm. 10 years from now? Mm-hmm. And, and is it really going to be, how are we adapting? That's really the big yeah. thing for me is how are we adapting? There's also a whole, there's electric vehicles that are going to be a factor it's, in 10 it's years. It's coming. And it's so we coming. need to figure out what we're going to do about that. There's digital yeah. currency that's going to come into play in the next mm-hmm. 10 years. Like we just, there's a lot of things that are, shifting and if we just sit back and think it's going to stay the same and we sit and do what we've always done part of it is too that you know it's there's been so many things that have just kind of been the same well it's you know we had computers came out and so that shifted the industry because uh buyer payer really it's it's major birth is like in the 80s and the 90s and then um you know and too so uh computers and technology that way has shifted an awful lot gps has shifted things an awful Mm -hmm. lot all of that um, and I think that within our bubble, I think that there's two things we should be looking at is the bubble of buy here, pay here and the sphere or the ecosystem that we work in and buy here, pay here. And so there's new technologies, there's new this, there's new that, there's new, there's a lot of things that have changed that it, that has been new. I would propose, this is not, this is kind of a, it's not a squirrel. I would propose, not a statement. This, this, uh, I would propose that part of, you know, when we talk about lower APRs, and I know that that's been something that we've we've talked about, Jim and I, uh, c- uh, considerably. When it's like, how do we tie in White Hat Way, and um, and so lower APRs, you know, you and within our bubble, we can use technology and those kind of things. But part of that is how our customer is changing and how we can help that mm-hmm. a- along. And so, um, because I think for the longest time we've said customer hasn't changed, customer hasn't changed, customer hasn't changed. But if we pull ourselves back a little bit, there are things that have changed with our customers. Their income hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. Their ability to pay, um, you know, uh, keep on top of a payment, their down payment, those kind of things have, haven't changed. But there's also some other things that have changed. And if you, you know, we we step back and if if we were to look at our customers today, Compared to 10 years ago, outside of the financial part, how have they changed? I think from my perspective, mm-hmm. the way, the big part I, that I see is the, how they interact, both in the time that they're buying mm-hmm. and in the time okay. that they're making payments and through the collections relationship. And, and how, how they where they are so where we can find them is, yeah. is one they, thing. How they communicate. <clears throat> and, and I would say that our customers also... Um, the newer generations that are coming up into being customers, um, uh, that their their perspective about how they fit in the world is different. Right. It's very different than it was for people our age. Yeah. It's very different from that was from the millennials. It's very different, and that those are those are part of our customers coming up, and their and their their perspective is is community. It, that's that's a really big thing for for a lot of the younger and it's I I see that filtering up through the age and the generations. It's yeah. community, it's connection, and it's making a difference. I think and, I want to be careful about yeah. suggesting a real broad brush there because okay. while while what you said is true, I think 
I think rather than us theorizing on what is happening with our, I think we all should just go survey our customers locally and say, what do you want? Like what, what's important? What to matters you? to you? Right. Let's what don't, let's don't go by some article in the wall street journal or whatever else. Mm -hmm. Let's, let's go ask our customers. Oh, that's a really sure great segue adaptive. into, we've got a few people that are willing to let us survey their customers and ask that. Yeah, that kind of no, we're, we're, we're definitely moving mm -hmm. forward on that. And I think that's mm -hmm. part of what we feel like we can do as white hat ways. Let's just go ask the questions. Let's make sure that we can help dealers know what's important to the so consumer. So how does all of these things, the customer changing and knowing the customer better and AI and all of that help us possibly lower interest rates? Well, just by operating more efficiently. When we can, when we can buy better and we mm -hmm. can we can own the cars better and they'll perform better Then that's going to be one factor. Uh, then we can underwrite um, as intelligently as mm -hmm. we possibly can so that we're, we're, we've got a better performing portfolio. And so now we become more attractive to those consumers. And I would argue, this is the part I look forward to being able to argue mathematically. Like mm -hmm. when I say argue math, doesn't really allow for much debate. It's like, it's just, I think what we look forward to being able to test out is will those efficiencies allow dealers to offer a lower interest rate and still have them be as successful, have mm -hmm. the customers potentially be more successful. And so that's really the part that I'm, I'm suggesting that we need to, uh, you know, be prepared to, to work toward. So it's like, that's, that's the opportunity that I see around this whole thing is, are we, able to harness the technology in a way that allows us to be more efficient because if imagine I'm a dealer coming into your market, I've got that technology I mentioned earlier, I'm, I'm buying well, I'm underwriting You're well, collecting well, I'm offering consumers a, a lower interest rate, the, the loans are performing better. Mm -hmm. You know, if, so if, if, if you're a competitor in that market, are you, are you going to get left behind? Uh, because I just see that that's the really the evolution that's in front of us in our industry. That's the opportunity. And I think those who adapt to the technology, which we've seen, mm -hmm. you know, we've seen, we've seen in our own, you know, time of watching the buy here, pay your industry, you've seen, you touched on software in the eighties and nineties and, mm -hmm. and certainly, you know, when windows came around, it took a big jump forward. And so we've seen dealers adapt to that. We've also seen dealers out there, operating very small businesses on ledger cards and still operating mm -hmm. on paper, you know? So it's like the, some of them got left behind and they don't mm -hmm. really, they're not in a position to adapt and grow and build. And so that's not the strategy for everybody. Not everybody's mm -hmm. looking to build a massive buy here, pay here operation portfolio. I'm simply saying, if we look at the technology and the evolution and technology that's in front of us, we can either be afraid of it and operate as though it's not going to affect me in my market. We can, mm -hmm. we can behave that way or we can educate ourselves and get out there and, and, mm -hmm. you know, get up to speed on technology, use it to our advantage and ultimately to the consumer's advantage. Because when I can create a better experience for the consumer, I'm going to mm -hmm. win the business. Let me ask you something. And so I'm going to play devil's advocate. Oh boy, this will be fun. It <laughs> <laughs> Why would a customer care about their APR? Um, they really don't. What they what they mm -hmm. care about is they enjoy the car, they enjoy the experience, and that they're they're able to be successful. This is me saying that what I see about consumers is that consumer 
This is, I'm glad you asked the question because I think it's something that we don't talk about mm -hmm. enough and we, it's certainly something we want to start to drill down to with the uh, consumer. Mm -hmm. If you're the consumer, let me just kind mm -hmm. of role play it a little bit. If you're the consumer, am I right to think that that whole hamster wheel of buy a car and make payments on it and then it breaks down and you can't afford to keep going and now you charge off and your credit continues to take a hit. Am I right to say, Mr. and Mrs. Customer, that if I can help you create a scenario where you can be successful, you can enjoy the car, it's okay. going to perform well. If I can help you to be successful and you can, you, you may or may not reestablish re some credit, but you're going to enjoy the, a positive experience. You're going to have a successful experience with the car mm -hmm. and you're going to reach the other end. And so, mm -hmm. so, you know, what's Well, that? imagine if, and, and, and as a dealer, you're like, okay, I could keep the APR the same, collect better and have more money in my, in the bank. Right. Yeah. And things are going to the end and have more money in the bank and all of that. And, and I, I would, I think we have an opportunity here. I really do. Um, this is the feel good mushy side. Um, I think we have an opportunity to educate our consumers, educate our customers, um, to help them get off of that hamster wheel and we grow with them. Yeah. Good. And, and so, and it's like, we become better, they become better. And then the industry becomes better. Nice. No, I, I see that. Like I, and I feel yeah. that, I mean, I think that that's, that that's part of what we're trying to do with the customer consumer education is like, how do we help them understand? I love some of the things like Jack Carter, other people oh, yeah. have placed. It's like, we try to explain, Hey, we're going to do this and we're going to make it structured this, because if we do it this way, this is what it looks like. If we do it this way, this, and the small, the baby steps of helping them understand what a, what a, what a contract is and yeah. and then building relationships and rapport with our with our 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 customers yeah. with our community and we just we continue all ships rise yeah. this is this is really an opportunity for all ships rising it's just yeah. so can we get to a point where we can lower our aprs and still be as successful have just the same amount of money in the bank and you know and besides that have a team that loves where they're working because there's a lot of outreach. You have customers that are loyal and bringing people in and, and it's, and, and it's like organizations like the C, the CFPB. CFPB. I Sorry. I, I can never title. organizations like that are watching. It's like, this is what we're trying to do in the community. And we are now becoming the white hat heroes of, and, bringing other people in. And it's just like, we create, we really have a great opportunity to create something where all ships rise. Yeah. So one of the things that I often think about, you know, when we're doing these broadcasts, we're sharing, you know, perspective on things, you can hear kind of both camps. You can hear mm -hmm. sort of the reaction of some dealers are saying, oh, that's yeah, utopia. That's never going to happen. It right? can. And so I would just say, yeah. what, what if you're wrong? What if yeah. you're wrong and the industry can evolve mm -hmm. and we can create this kind of scenario for mm -hmm. dealers who might be a competitor for you, uh -huh. then are you prepared to be left behind on that? It's, it's a little like, um, because everything that Michelle just described, if I can create that scenario, I'm a dealer, I'm making as much money or more. What would that be worth? I'm Gosh, a tremendous yeah. asset to my community mm -hmm. as a business. Mm -hmm. And my people love working there. My consumers love doing business with me. We're connected. Or, yeah. Is that utopia? 
or is that achievable? That's achievable. Okay. I'm, so, I'm, so AI is going to help yeah. us. Yes. Okay. There's a lot of tools out there yeah. that are going to help us. And I, so I think for me, it, it often comes down to the heart piece of this is like, mm-hmm. if we care about the consumer experience, if we care about the success of this customer, mm-hmm. you can just stop there almost. You can say, I mm-hmm. either care about the success of this customer and I'm going to show it and I'm going to bring tools to it and I'm going to help them to be mm-hmm. successful because what does yeah. Zig Ziglar say? You have the most success, you help the most people, mm-hmm. you're going to have the most yeah. success. And so it's like, we're just trying to help people. Uh-huh. And so you can say, gosh, Jim, that's really, you know, it's getting out of your head, you know, and maybe following your heart. It's like, no, it's, I'm bringing my head well, to it. I, I, I'll, I'll just another angle. Why do we charge such high interest rates? What is the purpose behind buy here, pay here, charging such high interest rates? It's to mitigate loss. Yeah. It's to mitigate loss. So if we were able to, and we were able to use AI and shift and, and connect with our customers and create a scenario where we are not in that need to mitigate loss, why the heck wouldn't we pass that on to our consumers? Yeah. And I don't think it's an if about when, AI. Yeah. It's a win. Yeah. Like it's the AI. Mm-hmm. People are already using AI yeah. and buy your payer. So it's like, so it's really a question mm-hmm. of, are we going to use it and, and are we going to use it? you know, as a, as a sword to do good, like, are Mm -hmm. we going to be able to have an impact through AI to be able to offer our services for less, become more attractive, Mm -hmm. you know, because of that solution. And, and I would just say these are the opportunities that I see in this industry. And I do, I think it's a win. It's not an if it's a win Mm -hmm. with artificial intelligence. It's a win. It's a win. It happens with digital currency. It's like, we, we, we yeah. want to make sure we're reactive and, and that we're monitoring and that we're, um, you know, proactive. Yeah. So within that bubble, yes. And, and I would, I, I'm going to interject okay. that our consumers are changing. And they are. I mean, well, the, way they the, the way they behave, the way they interact, the way there's a lot of things that are changing. They still can, for the most part, 500 to $800 down. Not a problem. Five hundred dollars a month payment. Not a problem. I mean, that's that. That's kind of still where they are financially, mm-hmm. but they're changing. And so, if we learn how to like recognize that and see how can we how can we solve a problem that's being created from how they're shifting, and right. then create a solution. And and I would propose that part of that is is they want to feel they want to they they they. They're looking for businesses that care. Mm-hmm. They're looking for businesses that, and not businesses that don't give a crap about them. Right. Um, and that's, they're looking for businesses that care about them. Well, Maybe not about their success, but they care about them as a person. They care about them, you know, helping. Uh, th- that's what they're looking for. I, I, I guess I can't say that the typical consumer in my view is actually actively looking for that. But I think if they discovered yeah. it, they would be drawn to that. So I just, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I can't say. I, I, it, it I would say that just from the conversations we have with our kids where they're like the big businesses, they don't care about the people and they don't care about the stuff and they're out there. Capitalism. Boo. Yeah. Um, that this is a way to show the yeah. other side of capitalism. It's the other, it's, it's a way to show we care and you can be, you can be out there having a very successful business and be the good guy. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, we think that's uh, that's happening. But I think, you know, really, that's why I say at the beginning or at some point we said, you know, we, we either care about the success of the consumer. And I, mm-hmm. I believe if I look at the dealers that have been in the business long yeah. term, that um, that is um, that's part of what I see in them is they they truly, you know, care about the consumer. They have sort of an investment in the success of the customer. And, uh, and that to me is, is playing a longer game. And I think that's, you know, for those who are, who are, who are thinking long-term, mm-hmm. who do expect to be in business a long time, I think it's appropriate to have a hard look at um, uh, technology, make sure that you were up to speed on technology and that we're able to, you know, anything that allows us to be more efficient and offer our services for, for less, we want to do that. I want to throw in a quick mention. I do have a couple of dealers that I'm going to invite to a separate dealer panel on APR because I've had dealers mentioning that they're lowering their APR by choice. And so I want to hear from them why, what motivated that. I'll share with you quickly that I had a dealer before, before COVID, they made a decision to lower APR in the interest of term. And I will tell you without saying the name, this was a dealer who was a a former banker, worked a long career in the financial sector before stepping in to buy here, pay and becoming a dealer. And they chose to lower interest rate in the interest of math. term. Yeah, just this math. In the interest of math. Deal structure. Yeah. It's and and so that wasn't any of the f- soft, feel good, whatever. It's like in the interest of math, this is going to help us. So it, it's an interesting question mm-hmm. to find out is, you know, could lowering APR be part of the of a strategy? Could reducing gross per contract be part of a strategy? to navigate through this high cost period because this math that we're talking about matters like the, the actual structure of the deal and, and how we come out of the COVID thing. If car costs ever come down, some say it will, some say it won't. They like inched we, down a little bit, we, but we own yeah. a lot of cars yeah. heavy. And so there's a ton of stuff to talk about around that. But again, I think the intelligence is uh, the artificial intelligence in particular is something that we want to uh, tap into. So anyway, we should wrap up. We should go back to we our non labor labor day. <laughs> yeah, so we've actually got some work. Hey, everybody! Thanks so much for joining. We really appreciate you uh, um, joining us on this holiday day, and we know a lot of you guys will be catching the uh, recordings on the flip side. Um, so, yeah, reach out if you've got any thoughts on that and some of the the panels that we're going to be putting together. We'd love your insight input, and if there's anything we can help you with. One last thing before you go full volume there. Okay. So I need to let the BHPH success group know that they may have missed our 200th episode on Wednesday. So I'll share that. It was a technical difficulty. Yeah, we had a technical snag. So we'll we'll get that out. All right. Have a great day, everybody. We really appreciate you joining us today. Bye.